1: Welcome to this week's Talking Wallop. I am Gemma.
0: I am James.
1: And with us today, we got no one.
0: No, nope. it's just us. So nope. if you don't like it, stuff, you're still going to have to tune in.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, you don't have to. I mean, you can turn it off if you want to, oh, no. but who would you want have to. to turn it off? You
0: have to. There, there is no excuse not to tune in. We demand that you stay and listen to us.
1: Okay. Well, fair enough. See, James has demanded that you sit yes. there and you listen now, regardless of whether you enjoy this or not. <laughs>
0: yes. I've become very harsh, clearly. Harsh,
1: You have. Man. You have. Very brutal. Very brutal.
0: Yeah. I blame Julie for this, so she's taught me to be more brutal.
1: I think that's the case, yeah. Because, yeah, obviously we're coming... Well, we're coming off the back of a, a live show, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, Quite a few of the Salty Tadpoles joined in and watched us, so that was nice to see. It was nice to see a few familiar faces, well, not faces, but uh, names popping up in the chat. Um, Andy Barr being one of them, of course. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who's Andy?
0: (laughs) The king of, well, I now know him as the king of IT.
1: Yes, our tech support. and, Mm. (laughs) um, And then also you had a fantastic interview as well. I did a, this weekend.
0: I did a wonderful interview with Julie T Wallace which is pretty apt considering she's a former Bond girl and we have today uh it's the release of the new Bond film No Time to Die or the premiere yeah the premiere the release Ooh. so it all worked well.
1: Ah fantastic. So when is that out in cinema then or is it out in cinema
0: It will be out from tomorrow, I believe. Um, But yeah, the premiere is tonight. But as far as I'm aware, it will be from tomorrow onwards, but definitely from Thursday onwards. But I'm sure it's from tomorrow onwards.
1: Ah, well, there you go, James. You're good at timing. Um, But also, yeah, we've only had to wait, what, two years for this film?
0: <laughs> A year or two, something like that. You would think with the the knowledge I have on bond I could give you exact dates, but I think it's probably been actually might have been. Was it in the last November it was supposed to come out? Or yeah, I think it was last November. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh it was due to come out. And then obviously COVID got in the way and understandably they kept re uh well, they kept aiming for different dates. I think they we're gonna have it at one point in April it was gonna be coming out. Then it got shifted back again. Uh, to me, it's always a bit strange not to have a Bond film coming out in November. I've kind of, uh, you know, programmed myself to expect it as a Christmas movie that's going to be coming out. But hey, if it works and people are happy with it, which I'm pretty sure they will be, it, uh, I'm sure they'll get a nice response.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think we will, because obviously it's been um, long awaited and very sort of anticipated sort of thing, isn't it? So,
0: And it is Craggy's last one, so, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> craggy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, I don't really know much about Bond, to be honest, because I, I don't think I've actually watched any of them in full. So I I think I've watched bits and pieces of them, but no, I don't think I've ever fully sat down and watched them all. So,
0: so basically it has to be osmosis through me. Yes. <laughs> I'll be the one who <laughs> educates you, basically. <laughs> I'll see how many more interviews I can pull together and... Uh, And see where where we go, whether we can get anybody else who's involved with the Bond stuff. Because it'd be interesting to see what some people had to say.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you know, James, if there's a will, there's a way. And James finds the way.
0: I, I always try, and I am rather envious of the people I know who are actually at the Bond premiere this evening. Uh, I would have liked to have been able to join them, but it would appear that the tickets sold out in less than five minutes. But I do know a few people who are going, so, you know, I hope they have a good time, and uh, fingers crossed that they, uh, they enjoy themselves, and it's uh, just, well, I think it'll just be a very interesting experience anyway, so...
1: Yeah, although, James, I know you're saying that you hope that they enjoy themselves, but you're secretly thinking, I really... Hope hope that they don't enjoy themselves because they're lucky bastards who actually got the the, the, the tickets?
0: uh, There may be a squidgen, a smidgen (laughs) squidgen, smidgen, it's being wrong with squeeze, squidgen, uh, a a small part of me that is very, very envious and wants them to not enjoy it. But I also recognise that, you know, things are not always so easy so I, i've got to just be be yeah i've got to lie and say that i'm feeling no Freud at all and i Good. wish them all success yeah yay, yay. i'm have glad fun, warren <laughs> <laughs> aj <laughs> i
1: was gonna say i feel much better about myself now that i know that you're lying right now so
0: <laughs> i couldn't comment um you may say that i i couldn't possibly comment but no uh, <laughs> i do know definitely that aj and warren are going i think gareth's going as well so yeah just haven't nice Time, guys, and enjoy yourself. And David is definitely going, so enjoy yourself.
1: Okay, well, who are these people? <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> Warren Ivan Chu, that's Warren Ringham. Gareth Owen is uh, is Roger Moore's um, or was Roger Moore's like manager. Uh, and David Zwiski, whose surname I've just really butchered, sorry David, uh, does uh, a thing about Bond lifestyle, uh, the Bond lifestyle, and um, who else is going? AJ Chowdhury uh, is going, I think, who uh, wrote a wonderful book called Some Kind of Hero, all about James Bond, who uh, I've had a chat with in the past, so yeah, fingers crossed for them all.
1: Ah, okay, because the way you said it on a first-name basis, I just thought you meant that they were like your friends down the block, not actually Uh, people that are actually important, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do know them, but I appreciate what you mean, that, you know... (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) they're not just Joe Blogs down the block, you know? (laughs) No, no. 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 (laughs) Okay, well, let's move on from James Bond, because I really have got nothing to input on this conversation, but, you know, nonetheless... I've let you speak for about seven minutes about it, so it's all good. <laughs>
0: it's, it's eating up the time. It's all good. It's all good.
1: Yes, yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it's time that I could have just been and have a little nap there.
0: <laughs> well, you didn't go comatose. So that's always a positive sign. I didn't just no. say this. <laughs> when you were nearly there, you were nearly there. I could sense that you were just <laughs> like, I was losing you. I was losing you. But I pulled you back in. Now To quote the Godfather, just when I think I'm getting out, they pull me back in.
1: see shamefully that's another film that i haven't watched but actually i probably will sit down and watch them so uh yeah but you know on a plus side i'm really lucky because i've got these films now to watch as a new viewer so i get to see them fresh for the first time so i'll do it one day
0: that's the spirit
1: Thank you. (laughs) And obviously, like I touched upon, we did do the live stream on Saturday last week. And that was really good fun. It was me, you, and Joanne. And yeah, we went, actually did very, very well. We didn't swear once. We did everything but swear. But we...
0: (laughs) (laughs) T'was a little innuendo laden, wasn't it?
1: (laughs) It certainly was, yeah. And, um, you know, it was it was amazing because our friend squee dr squee who has got a podcast by the same name so the dr squee show and he did absolutely fantastic job and he he did did 24 hours of podcasting and he completed it and you know i was there sort of watching the last few minutes as well i didn't i didn't watch all of it because well i i like to sleep and he chose to be awake all that time not me (laughs) um but he also raised six hundred pound for Phoenix he rehoming, did. which was, was the very good, yeah, which was the charity that obviously he was uh raising money for, but also a massive thank you to all of the salty tadpoles who a donated and b shared any of the information for me or for us, sorry. Um, or ass, also, for or ass. I swear I just said ass by accident.
0: <laughs> keep digging, Gemma. Keep
1: digging. <laughs> well, digging in my ass. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Shocking. <laughs> I know. Filthy.
0: So innuendo-laden. We've not even got Joanne here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I was the original person with the innuendo, yes. right?
0: <laughs> he definitely. And I think with Joanne, she just magnified it.
1: Yes. Yes, she did. She definitely is a perfect member of the team. (laughs) And um yes, so anyway, back to my point as I was trying to say when I was just you know, fishing around in my house then. But (laughs) the um yeah, so the salty tadpoles, you know, the the big thank you to everybody who donated, also everybody who shared the posts and helped us promote it and and if you were there watching us live as well because a lot of people knew that i was actually quite nervous before doing it because i don't like being on camera um but you know it was good i had a lot of fun and i'd say sort of from my calculations that the salty tadpoles raised about 100 well just over 100 pound very good towards that very very good yeah which i thought is you know as a group that's amazing so you know big oh. big round of applause but as always gentle round of applause from me um because otherwise the beast from beast from the dog will uh howl and bark and stuff <laughs> but yeah so
0: basically just, you're living with the hound of the baskervilles
1: that's that's where i was trying to go with that basically yes thank you <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I would say also, Gemma, When you were saying about feeling a bit sort of nervous about doing the thing and being on camera, wasn't at all obvious. It went very well. I was very Thank impressed you. by the way you were doing things. It also helps that you have a complete camera and a uh, podcast hall like myself there. Who. <laughs> 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 Even if you felt bad, was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> come on, let's do it.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely. And to be honest, if I'd have had to have done that on my own, I would have done it because I wanted to support my friend. Mm-hmm. um But at the same time, it was a massive help having you, Joanne, Joanne there, um, because you know you you were obviously inputting and stuff like that. So it wasn't all on my shoulders. I was just trying to get it back to the topic of what we were actually meant to be talking about.
0: (laughs) I also like the fact that we did get to see the the skinned hamster, otherwise known as your microphone, the muff.
1: Yeah, the muff that led to another story about a muff. But there you go. We hopefully will have the audio for this episode. So um, we're going to make sort of suggestions about what happened, but um, hopefully Doctor Squeeze going to give me the audio for that, and uh, so we can release it as an episode. So then you'll know what we're talking about. <laughs>
0: Brilliant. Uh, and we, I don't think we traumatise Sophie Aldred too much, just slightly.
1: Uh, yeah, just, just slightly. slightly.
0: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she did. This is a lady who has has experienced the terror of spending four hours sat with me. So I honestly don't think we can scare her too much.
1: No, no, I don't think so. But, you know, also, you know, that's on Dr. Squee for planning a celebrity after us, (laughs) isn't it, really? (laughs) He knows our show. (laughs) very true. Yes, I think we did fantastically well. So, you know, I'm really proud of us and uh, proud of myself for, uh, you know, not chickening out or anything like that so you know I know it's a bit self-absorbed to sort of be proud of myself but I am so there you go
0: it's all good what What was it Trevor and Simon used to say give yourself a pat on the back was that their thing
1: I think so they used to say
0: that didn't they i just had a flashback to school and they used to we used to say that give yourself a pat on the back and I'm sure it was from them so you know
1: yeah that kind of rings a bell from me as well so um there you go. But I have to do a gentle pat on the back because I have <laughs> that back, back at the moment. <laughs> oh,
0: yes. Yeah, sorry. I was yeah. also going to say the dog saw me started howling. <laughs> no.
1: no, he's fine. He's fine. He's Ow. just he's just a bit miserable at the moment because my computer is telling me it's raining now, which is ironic, like hmm. but it's not, it's not raining. It is something like if we had hurricanes in this country, it is ridiculously <laughs> raining. Um,
0: that sounds like Monday, here on Monday, was incredibly heavy yeah. downpour. Now, it stopped in the evening, and I could go for a walk, but it's been a bit odd today. It's rained all day. It's been not been as heavy, but yesterday was, oh, I hear a dog. Yeah. Yesterday was something to be, so, raining cats and dogs. Yesterday was something to behold here, which is what I'm assuming you've probably got today.
1: Yeah, it's really weird, isn't it, that it seems to mm. take a day for the weather to sort of come down... My way, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> well, we've supposedly got nice weather tomorrow, so you will probably get it on what, Thursday? So, oh, well, yeah, that'd be it's... nice. Excellent. <clears throat> Power yes. through, power through. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. How, but <laughs> most important question, Gemma, is how's the back?
1: Yeah, it's it's not as bad as it was yesterday or we on Sunday. Um, I don't know. It was just I I suffer with um, sciatica and I've got scoliosis as well, so my back's always curved anyway. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it just. It just was horrible pain. I was like literally walking like I was well. <laughs> if if anyone had measured me, I was probably about five foot five because you know like I was doubled over in pain. Oh, um, good.
0: And been there, a, done that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It it might just. It's probably just as simple as sneezing. Sometimes you know. Um, but yeah I I felt like I was the oldest person in the house because of the back pain you know what I mean and <laughs> my mum's 70 nope something fun. so <laughs> no
0: not fun I remember once when my neck seized up um properly sort of locked up and I'm, it took me a while to just sort it out I had to get my Swedish massage uh done <laughs> just to resolve it you know thank yeah. you Dean but the problem I had is that uh I love the obvious. When I got asked the question by Dean, what did you do to do your neck in it? I'm like, no, I was just stood in the shower soaping my chest, and my neck suddenly went. (laughs) I was like, oh God, oh God.
1: i mean i shouldn't laugh but it is quite funny now that it's uh no, it, you is. Know. it
0: is it's it's the, 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 what scares me more, so this is me now what on earth is old age gonna do to me
1: i know <laughs> well maybe by then you know they'll be able to sort of add new back <laughs> new backs to people new you know bones
0: <laughs> or it'll just end up like you know uh one of these dystopian societies where you they, they just like have a queue of people with ailments and bzz, gone bzz, yeah gone
1: <gasps> oh that would be amazing i'd like that world i'd like that world and like if you wanted to give up smoking or if you got a drug addiction or alcohol or whatever yeah you could just have like this one injection that takes all of that away so you don't have to go through it all you know
0: there's all a there. distinct difference between salty tabloids listening. We'll understand. I suspect there's a distinct difference between what I meant and what Gemma, with her kind, lovely thoughts, went with. She went with that. When I said dystopian future, I was talking about like a machine where they line up all the people with ailments, and psst, as in the person's gone. You know. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely. I was thinking like a, a, a you know, like this incredible drug thing. Uh, like a gun type thing but you know that you can inject into somebody and uh make and cure them <laughs>
0: See, you were not thinking dystopian you were thinking nice disney Disney fied future Yes, i was thinking dark horrible you know scary future
1: <laughs> well i was thinking dystopian but i was Mm-mm. just thinking the nice version of it so yeah okay
0: yeah <laughs> mary poppins future
1: yeah yeah definitely (laughs) always look on the bright side of life yeah you do know that's when they were killing
0: Brian don't you in the film
1: (laughs) yeah I know (laughs) (laughs) I do I have seen that one don't worry (laughs) but yeah so I mean that's taken us on a nice little whirlwind we've covered Mm. the weather my back pain um previous events but i think more importantly james how's your week been <laughs>
0: uh, well um it's not been too bad i mean it could be a lot worse i mean i can't get fuel anywhere but thank f- i'm yeah. not in desperate need of fuel um it's the weather's been a bit of a bugger, but I genuinely try to say a bit chipper on things. But what I would just say, if I will segue into Cotswold for me just slightly, is the fact that yeah. it isn't a major problem for me on the issue, touch wood at the moment, of fuel. But I would say the sad thing about these mad people trying to buy up all the fuel is that it's going to create a problem for the people who really need it. Because mm. when I turned up on Sunday on the off chance to see if I could get fuel, yeah, uh, the thing that amused me the most is it was a queue of old people queuing to get fuel. Yeah. But they were queuing on the exit ramp. So all this is going to do is cause an accident at some point. It's not going <laughs> to...
1: well i don't know because um obviously well i'm not a panic let's put it this way i wasn't panic buying yesterday Mm -hmm. when i went to the um when i went to the petrol station Mm -hmm. i was panicking (laughs) while Mm. buying because i literally had to um drive to the petrol station and went past about two that were closed and Mm -hmm. didn't know if I was actually going to get to the third one um it was it was actually really nerve-wracking to be honest Mm. I was really really nervous about it but I did get there so that was good and I did get the you know I did get the petrol but I was literally literally driving on fumes Mm -hmm. and um yeah but when that when I got there there was kind of a couple of guys that were on one was on the roadside So as you turn into the junction sort of thing. And then the other one was actually at the, uh, you know, like near the petrol station. So they're they're only like, what, 100 feet away from each other. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't massive difference. But uh, yeah, when they were sort of directing us, I think, well, the older guy who was the guy that was near the petrol station, he was kind of almost looking to see how yeah. much petrol people have got, as in who needs to actually get the petrol desperately compared to mm-hmm. who actually doesn't, which I thought was good because, mm. well, he must have seen the look, firstly the look of worry on my face and also the fact that my uh, my car was flashing saying, please fill me up, please. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, they, they did organise it very, very well, but yeah there was one chap there who, uh, I'll let him off because he must've been very stressed. But at the same time, it was like, he goes, well, you know, like sort of said to me when, when the, you know, when the traffic light turns green, you know, go, go into the space sort of thing. So, you know, and again, this is why I'm started talking now because the, they were directing us to the sort of exit Mm. part of the, of the, um, petrol station because i think what the word was then uh so you know so those old people might have actually been directed there is what i was trying to get at um,
0: very well it, i mean it's possible i think it's unlikely because there was nobody else there it was just them oh. they'd like create a line of dodgery old people in in little one liter vehicles probably panic buying <laughs> well they were panic buying but probably with no real need to fill up either yeah um but the the thing that gets me on this, and I will just use the the non swear word of the people who are complete fonts doing this, are the people who don't need it, who are filling up the incorrect sort of jerry can things, or just filling up jerry yeah. cans, creating a problem. The big worrying things for the people who really do need it, who really do need it, but also create a problem for like the emergency services who yep. can't get fuel. So the, but the the we'll go with one positive that I have loved that I've seen posted up. <laughs> which there's somebody filling up one of these jerry cans to put in the car. Somebody taking a, a picture of them, I think, on the phone or maybe on the dash cam or whatever. Yeah. And they then put the person's license plate through the DV, uh, through the government website DVLA stuff. They're not taxed. They've been reported for not having tax. <laughs> that I love. I love it. And I hope they get absolutely paid battered for doing that not physically battered because i'm not going with all the violence people <laughs> doing these knife pulling nutters down south all um, i would say is <laughs> it is down south it was in london all i'd Get say is out. um you know i really hope that the the weight of the law goes uh for this person who didn't tax the vehicle
1: yes yeah that is definitely a form of karma but yeah with the with regards to the panic buyers with the petrol people um I also imagine that they were the toilet paper people as well. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Also I do wish I had shares in the petroleum company right now
1: yes (laughs) yeah yeah definitely prices are going up (laughs) although actually because i went to morrison's other petrol stations are available but yeah the one that i went to
0: they're not here because the other one's shut
1: (laughs) oh okay well (laughs) it's closed (laughs)
0: because it has not get any fuel at all
1: (laughs) okay well the one that i went to yesterday who also (laughs) might have run out of fuel they ran out of diesel but luckily i'm Mm. a petrol car so you know yay me um but Yes, it's... Uh, God, I've lost the train of thought again. But no, it's. it was basically... Um, oh, fuck. James, what did I say before?
0: Well, we were talking about the... Uh, my comment was about... I'm sure you can edit this out. My comment was about the, uh, the fact that you would want to have shares in a petroleum company. You also were saying that you suspected the people who were doing all this petrol stuff—the same sort of people who were hoarding toilet paper.
1: Yeah, I've I've lost it. I've lost track. Of what right. I was Don't worry the, about never
0: it. Never mind. They, they also ra- you were also saying that you know the Morrisons or other places are available. And it's interesting that the 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 situation I had is what you mentioned, which is diesel's gone. So there's also yeah. been a lot of people filling up diesel vehicles
1: yeah but then you've also got the um electric cars haven't you at the moment going yeah
0: i still hate you all you eco tree hugging weirdos <laughs>
1: <Boo. Yeah>. <laughs> 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 however because no,
0: I, I have family members who've got an electric car i love them really or do i mm-hmm.
1: we're gonna go and key them all <laughs> well
0: actually the do, 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 does not speak for me <laughs> <laughs> Spite of key and I'm getting arrested. I mean I haven't done anything. Get in the back of the van, liar. Uh,
1: well, you know, I'm sure that never would happen with us at all. <laughs> no, I'd never key a car. Not you know, that's obviously that is jokes, Mr Police Officer. Yeah. I would never ever do it in person. But
0: um <laughs> <laughs> gonna send your avatar
1: (laughs) um also i wanted to just quickly touch upon the fact that you're on your on the live stream you Mm -hmm. had a codswallop which i believe was a bee flying over your head
0: it was a spider spider uh, that that had dared to crawl through my hair (laughs)
1: <laughs> and i was just wondering why that was a cod swallow actually because <laughs> so, it,
0: it, it annoyed the hell out of me and it's like freaked me out when i looked out the car of eye and saw this spider like <laughs> going down i was like get off so i had to take it in my hand and put it onto the uh the um the, table. The, the offending windowsill area so it could walk off and do whatever it needed to do
1: <laughs> but that might have been a money spider james uh, it, it's
0: yeah well i i haven't to my knowledge, won the lottery yet, so I don't think it was a muddy spider. Well, did you spin, spin
1: it? it a, did you spin it around it, your head it, twice? <laughs> uh,
0: this must be some strange little thing from your neck of the woods because I've never heard of that one before.
1: <laughs> oh, see, I have. So, yeah, obviously that must be a, a local thing, or maybe it's just something I made up. Could possibly I, be. No,
0: I mean, you asked why did I choose it as my codswallop because yeah. at that point in time it happened to me that just like half an hour beforehand or an hour beforehand, I was like oh heck what have I got that's been this annoyed me a bit of like that'll do
1: <laughs> yeah because I was gonna I think just the conversation kind of drifted off into somewhere else but I was gonna say um why did you choose that James <laughs> so I wanted to ask you today <laughs>
0: It's all right, it's all right. The way I look at it is, you know, I've got to work with what I've got and that was the best thing I had at that point in time.
1: <laughs> kept well,
0: flowing well, kept flowing well, so it was okay.
1: It did, it did. Indeed.
0: <laughs> Indeed. And I'm going to ask Jim, have you got any cods up this week?
1: Um... Other
0: than the the bad back, they buggered up petrol stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And the weather. (laughs) And the weather. And the dog barking.
1: (laughs) No, I'd never... Well, actually, no, I'd never with regards to the dog, but we had a bit of a fight with the postman the other day who um, basically because as you know, Mr. Socks has got a bit of a bark about him. And he came... Well, I had hold of him... Mm-hmm. when the door was open the, the
0: dog not the postman <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Rest, wrestling the postman to the ground
1: <laughs> well he, this postman's a bit of a toss pot anyway but um and i think the dog can sense that and he also might have a fear of dogs but i ask the question Possible. why would you be a postman if that's the case because that yeah you know, if you've got like a real bad phobia of dogs i don't understand why anyone would want to be a postman do you know what i mean because they're going to come in contact with dogs but anyway personal choice you know whatever um so anyway this guy came out and he he goes oh it's the same guy as i think i mentioned before and he said that he was going to put him on the um the dangerous dog list and he was saying i believe
0: there is something like that for properties yeah where they've got concerns
1: yeah and he isn't he isn't a dangerous dog he's just curious but unfortunately because he's big he looks like he's a dangerous dog because he sort of runs that way if you know runs up to Mm -hmm. people or whatever but um and he's also barking at the same time so you know he's not helping himself and we do kind of understand but not really (laughs) what do you mean
0: he's not really helping himself no
1: no he's not he's not helping himself at all um but we've got him a collar now so that we can at least hold him back if uh he tries to do that in the future but because he he didn't have a collar before so it was hard to kind of hold him if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um but anyway (laughs) yeah so this postman's sort of like shouting and raving and going at my mum and i get all defensive so i'm in the I'm in the house, but I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, go and tell them then, go and report him. I don't fucking care anymore. My mum slammed the door,
0: <laughs> so don't we, think you've done yourself any favors at all, then you'd know. be there
1: <laughs> well to be to be fair, the postman did come back and apologize um because he was actually being quite obnoxious, so you know it was right. and he was also being obnoxious to my mum, so I got on the defensive, you know what I mean, um. It, nobody can speak to my mum like that. I can, but nobody else can. <laughs> you know
0: what I, mean? I was going to say, I bet you could really give, you know, give ten for dozen to but nobody else. Yeah,
1: exactly. She's my blood, you know, or I'm her blood, whatever. But um, yeah, so so we do understand where the postman's coming from, and we do want to stop socks doing what he's doing, kind of thing. But at the same time. It's hard. He's a dog. You know what I mean. Can you get
0: him a muzzle? He doesn't need one. Mm, but to stop the barking and things, possibly. Yeah. Well, no. I guess you don't know when the post is going to the come. They don't come in an allotted time really anymore, do they? So
1: no. And but I think it's actually our doorbell because our doorbell is quite abrupt. Like it is quite a musical, yeah. loud one. And like if if anybody puts anything through the door. So mm-hmm. he just posts it through the door. He doesn't react, but it's one. So people. it must be
0: the doorbell, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I have just, I just keep saying to mum, please, uh, please change the doorbell, and then let's see if that works. You know, just change it to a mm. ding dong. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So so like I said, we're not at fault. I know, you know, he he needs to be sorted, but we are trying. You know, we are trying to do it, but it's at the same time. This guy had a bee in his bonnet, and he was kind of, yeah, like I said, he was attacking my mum. So
0: clearly, we we're having overspill from our, uh, our Saturday Live dog-related podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, so yeah, and uh, I feel like putting up a sign saying, "Don't worry about the dog; just be aware of the owners." <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> the dog we- is not as scary as the owners.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're quite feisty. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, that's not really a codswallop, but it was just something I needed to get off my chest. So I suppose it is a codswallop in that way. But you know, (laughs) okay, (laughs) that's it
0: large swathes of mail will no longer be delivered to your house but hey you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) well the other thing that i was sort of trying to say to the postman but on a different time was when Mm -hmm. you have got those parcels but they are signed for or whatever because of covid times Mm -hmm. we can't actually sign for anything at the moment can we so he could hear he rang the doorbell obviously the dog reacted we we were sort of Not shouting at the dog, but we were trying to tell the dog to be quiet and and sit and whatnot. So being firm with the dog, let's say. Um, Bad dog, bad dog. I know, right? (laughs) So he's a naughty. He's a naughty dog, but he's not dangerous. (laughs) But anyway, he's. um, So at that point, the postman could have just put the parcel down. Mm -hmm. Knew that we were there because obviously he could hear us through the door and walked off and then it would have been fine you know but instead he just stayed there so I'm, I'm sort of saying to the you know i'm thinking next time i see the postman sort of saying look can you just if we get any parcels can you leave them mm-hmm. at the door if you hear that we're there please just leave them and then we haven't got this instant have we
0: if it's doable it may, yeah yeah because he can do that
1: yeah because we don't need to we at the moment we physically can't sign for things because we can't you know because of covid and whatnot we can't touch things, you know yeah. like touch his, <laughs> I say, his St- instrument, stylus <laughs> stylus
0: yeah. i'll keep it clean <laughs> like, the, the filth levels for this podcast is disgusting <laughs> i'm shocked and horrified shocked and horrified you never get this it was just me <laughs> honest <laughs> i was so my mind was like you know fresh as the uh as the untouched snow until i joined this podcast the filth
1: Ooh. as fresh as the morning dew <laughs> yes a bit damp <clears throat> oh, <wait.
0: laughs> this is where we need Joanne. <laughs> Just for that line
1: <laughs> we don't need it for that line i've just said
0: it <laughs> i know but it's because you'd want another female's reaction to it
1: <laughs> no it's all good i yeah i know i know that they're listening and they're uh, giggling away so it's all good it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so so that's my kind of uh well last couple of weeks really because uh you know there's not masses been going on but uh yeah so i was gonna say has there been anything that you've been watching at all
0: recently um what have I... Oh, I've been watching the uh, the American crime story about the uh, Lewinsky bill Clinton affair. That's been quite interesting. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I've watched, to be honest. Uh, I've watched... The, well, the Goldbergs is back on, so I've been watching that. Um, and I seem to have now become addicted to... I've been watching, obviously, my Mammy Vice stuff that I got, but I've been watching Getting Very Addicted to 30 Rock. Uh, oh, yeah. The comedy thing with Tina Fey and Alec Baldwin. Yep. And yeah, that's that's. If you've had a bad day, I would say get and watch that because it will make you laugh. If you've <laughs> if you had a test of testing day, that will definitely make you feel better and laugh and happier.
1: that's cool i might give it a go then because well at the moment i'm i'm watching i don't know if you've ever heard of it but it's called sex education on netflix
0: i've heard of it but i've not seen it
1: oh okay because that is really funny basically the third series has come out but it's been a while since i've seen them so i was sort of backtracking and just watching series one and series two again so yeah i'm halfway through series two so it really doesn't take long Yeah, so basically it's this high school guy who's, um, he's kind of like a nobody in a way, but he sorry a a popular ish girl so she's popular in the sense that she's kind of a badass kind of girl she um (laughs) she and him kind of team up and then they give um sex advice to sort of all of the the high school children (laughs) and he's also a high school child so you know it's coming from their own age group kind of thing Mm -hmm. but it is funny just watching all the different like scenarios and stuff like that that they all you know get into like the last one that i just watched uh you know there's a girl who every time every time she's with her boyfriend in that way you know <laughs> she puts a pillow over a over his face <laughs> when she's,
0: <laughs> she's trying to kill him
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is more it's more because she says i've got uh i've got an ugly cum face <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: I would personally say she'd be better than just close your eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah, she kills him, can you imagine trying to explain that one?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But also, the mum in this program is Gillian Anderson as well. Yeah,
0: that's how I knew about exactly that Gillian Anderson was in it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I might have told you about it as well before. I think. Maybe, but yeah. And um, so, yeah, I just highly recommend that as a as a good watch. And if you've got Netflix, and that's worth it. So uh,
0: the other thing I'd say, if anyone gets a chance to see, it's the new season of Doom Patrols back. You know, Doom Patrols come back third season. That's been good, enjoyable stuff so far. Uh Weird, but good. Um It's. I mean, this will shock you to the core, Gemma. But it's actually a DC property. I mean you'd never normally catch me ever watching or mentioning DC properties at all, would you? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: what's it uh what's well, it about though?
0: Um it's not something I never ever really knew about until the show started, but it's about like if you imagine a group of misfit heroes
1: mm-hmm.
0: like just who a, a complete mess but somehow managed to pull it together, that's pretty much them. It's got like um April Bobies in it. Um Timothy Dalton's in it. Brendan Fraser's in it. It's just a really. It's 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 very hard to explain because it's the most bizarre thing ever. Uh, mad Bowman's in it. it. If you can never, if you get a chance to see it, just imagine people who should not work as superheroes because they're so messed up and screwed up. And it's definitely not for kids because a lot of swearing and other mm. mad sex stuff in it. But by God, it's it's both good and incredibly funny. And the other thing I watched that I don't know. If, if you will have seen it yet, yeah, but I think you were interested in seeing it. It's the What If series, the, the Marvel stuff.
1: Yeah. I've watched the first two or three.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I need to I need to crack on with that to be honest. Yes. But yeah. I do enjoy them. Um I didn't like the Captain Carter one.
0: No, I didn't. No. A lot of people didn't. They just uh, I even heard them saying that on Tom Steve, David. It was like and Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's and? The same storyline,
1: female, yeah. you know. Okay, yeah, they could I know I can see what they're trying to do is they're trying to, you know, uh make her a badass female, you know, character kind of thing, but But they could
0: have they done could have, it they could have given her more to doing it. It yeah. was just like they literally took the normal Captain America thing and mixed it up a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um but going back to Doom Control, that kind of sounded a bit like Misfits. Have you ever seen Misfits?
0: I haven't watched Misfits.
1: Oh, misfits are is amazing um that's a british program and it's um so it's all these teenagers that are they're in um they're doing community service mm-hmm. and then there's like this freak storm and they all get struck by lightning and then they all get superpowers and it's kind of very similar in sounding it to, does
0: sound a bit similar yeah, yeah um, I, yeah it does sound a bit similar
1: i think dc's ripped this <coughs> off me. to be honest
0: uh i don't know how long has Misfits has been about because uh, doom patrol i think has been around quite a long time
1: um yeah i don't know i'd have to google it but i can't be asked right this second so <laughs> yeah. so i know i know that it's finished now but it's kind of like it went to um god there was it was many many years ago that it started mm-hmm
0: because, so. I mean Doom Patrol came from a coin, but it's until the show came about, it was not something I was ever aware of, but it is it's just so weird and <laughs> mm.
1: Oh well in that case maybe Misfits mid um, copied that then.
0: <laughs> it's possible. All I'd say is there's room for everyone.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. So but I do like Misfits, so that's another thing. Um Apart most of the, my... the
0: only people the only people that aren't room for are cyclists and people who drive electric cars. <laughs> i have my
1: reasons (laughs) and old age pensioners who get petrol because they don't need it (laughs) yes but i
0: have my reasons yeah i i I need to say no more
1: (laughs) exactly um the other thing that i've been watching which is very very cheesy but it's become very very addictive in our house is married at first sight which is something i wouldn't normally watch at all because um, i don't like those kind of reality tv kind of programs however we watched the first episode and i don't know if you've ever seen something yeah. like uh, the program four in a bed but that you kind of like you have to watch all four episodes to find out <laughs> what the outcome is but it's a bit like that you know it's very addictive but it's basically i
0: haven't but i've heard of it
1: what's that four in the bed
0: uh, i've heard of both of these
1: uh, okay so basically married at first sight is that um oh, it kind of it's kind of self-explanatory really but it's um you know so husband and wife they've never met each other until they get to the aisle uh they get married and then it's kind of like following their journey to see if they see if the experts have actually matched them with um good people or not and then obviously they get the opportunity to kind of leave the program if they don't think that they're a good match or whatever but yeah like i said it's just so addictive it's kind of like watching (laughs) watching these people kind of you know seeing if they're actually going to work or not you know and uh i
0: was just thinking when you mentioned it that's not a recipe for disaster is it no
1: no not at all um but it is you know and it's it's kind of obvious at one point that i think because i mean there's been six series of this but you know we've kind of Watching the current ones, so we're not going. We're not going to go back and watch other ones. But this one is, um, I'd say that there's definitely been a couple of mismatches for t- entertainment purposes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, you feel a bit sorry for the people, really, but at the same time, you know, get your popcorn out because it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I think I remember reading something where they were saying that some of the people end up on this married at first sight. There are people who've already been on other um, reality TV shows so there are people who are just basically searching for fame yeah they're not going on for the, the, the you know for the wish of meeting a new partner they just want fame because isn't there something in America called 90 day fiance as well yeah With probably think- a similar sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I think I think that is the case. Yeah, because I watch because um, I watch Catfish, so you get a lot of adverts for uh, those kind of programs. I'm addicted to Catfish. I'm not even gonna be shamefully embarrassed about that. <laughs> I love it. I just love the reveal part when it's uh, all doom and gloom. <laughs> I'm evil. <laughs> so so
0: if I watch Thirty Rot to feel happier, if I want to become depressed, I could just like put this stuff on.
1: well no not really because if you watch catfish because i i well i'm evil so i am i love it you know basically i could watch just five minutes of the program which is the five minutes that the the um person who's being catfished is introduced to the person who's actually catfishing them (laughs) and just seeing their reaction you know after like three years of talking to somebody for you know uh talking to you know somebody who looks like um i don't know (laughs) <laughs> someone really hot and then they're really not
0: you know <laughs> you've got to wonder though how do people get away with it in because again i'm aware i've not seen it, but i'm aware of it um yeah. i mean i'll be honest i've learnt most about it listening to uh, tom steve Dave, where they've been talking about it but you've got to wonder how in the age we're in now where people will see things yeah that people are getting away with it but I mean, they—I understand it. They put up like false pictures, don't they, and yeah. and and things like that, and then come out with strange reasons why they can't see people.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they can't do video calls because they they've got like an old phone or the camera's broken or whatever. Yeah, so I mean, it it's quite good, you know. Like as a single person, you know, like it sort of gives you the good red flags that if you're uh looking if you're like, you know, searching the sort of dating sites and whatnot, you can kind of know what to look out for. Um but yeah.
0: And the other but the only other problem you face is that it could create a bunch of like almost supervillains, couldn't they, were making notes on how to absolutely <laughs> screw people over.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that is the case. So uh but I think you're gonna get that in life anyway, aren't you? So True you know. So why Very not? True yeah so yeah so i'm i'm bringing a bit of the cheesy tv this week apart from um apart from the one the first one that i mentioned which is obviously sex education so which is just that's funny it's really really funny so yeah so james how how do you feel about moving on to some stories of the week
0: why not have I'll you? let you go first. Can you guess why? Because I haven't yet got one. Give okay. one second. <laughs> Story of the week. Can you hear me typing?
1: I can, it's all, yes.
0: It's, it's, it's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> you can't really hear me typing at all. It's all in your head. <laughs>
1: all of this is staying in, James.
0: <laughs> oh, beautiful. I love it. Love it.
1: I love I love to sort of show you, you know, I'm going to keep in the fact that I couldn't uh, think about what I was actually talking about a few, you know, <laughs> about 20 minutes ago but also uh, you know the fact that you're very unplanned
0: (laughs) it's all good oh god I think I found yeah I found the one I'm gonna go with
1: okay which one are you gonna go with just so that I don't Bernie
0: Sanders Halloween outfit
1: (laughs) okay well brilliant because I've got three stories okay um which you know what I'm gonna cover all three of them so yes I haven't um yeah I haven't got that one as one of them so that's good so I'll go with the first one and okay, so this one is I thought that you would appreciate this because it's from the Yorkshire towns, and it's bricklayer a bricklet. Ugh, let me start that bit again. Bricklayer solves mystery of the castleford croc running wild in his garden. Do, do, do. So there's a picture. Somebody's taken over the top of somebody's fence. Of a crocodile yep, I've seen in this the picture. yet. Yeah. yeah, that looks like my garden. Nigel thought as he woke to the news that a crocodile was on the run in his Yorkshire town. Is uh, by the way, is Castleford near you or not really?
0: I don't believe so. I no, don't, it doesn't ring a bell.
1: Okay. Um, okay, and so that might be South Yorkshire then instead. You're just googling how far away it is from you now, aren't you?
0: (laughs) It's West Yorkshire. Ah, so it's not. I'm north.
1: Bloody hell! How big is Yorkshire?
0: Reasonably large.
1: Yeah, well, it seems like that way. Um, And he and the story carries on. And he was right. His neighbour Sarah had gone to the press with a grainy image of the mysterious beast, now dubbed the Castlefoot Croc. The nurse took the picture of the four-foot reptile in Nigel's garden before going to bed, shattered from her late night shift and the hospital. When it disappeared a few hours later, she assumed it must have been real. It also fitted with another sighting of a similarly similarly. Similarly. A similar sized crocodile at a nearby nature reserve in last May. Um sorry about all the banging by the way. It's dinner time here, so that's why everyone's banging away in the kitchen.
0: Go <laughs> away to the doggy. Keep going.
1: <laughs> no. Dog will be fine because he doesn't react unless I knock. <laughs> um but the good people of Castleford can rest easy once again. The mystery has been solved. It's just a plastic toy crocodile, Nigel told the Metro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, can, I kind of worked that out. That was my guess when I first even saw the picture.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so he's... Uh, there's a couple of pictures of him with... A, I'd assume it's a, about a two-year-old... Um so and holding the crocodile as as you know like obviously it being a toy but to be fair it does look fairly real um (laughs) and he's he's continued with i left it in the garden to scare off the neighbor's cat from my from my back garden Ooh!
0: (laughs) bet it didn't work bet the cat didn't care
1: no but it ended up scaring the neighbor (laughs) Mm. The bricklayer said he thought he brought the croc in Florida for his son back in 2000, and it's a treasured toy um, that's been passed down to his one-year-old grandson. Oh, okay, so not two-year-old, is one-year-old. Um, that shows you how much I know about kids. Um, Nigel, 58, a uh, uh, 58, admitted the whole family has been in hysterics at the story, adding it's certainly got out it certainly got out of hand he said i'll be honest i don't think i've even spoken to sarah yet i don't know why sarah i don't know if sarah's in brackets so that's a little bit weird <laughs> she never came over and said oh there's a crocodile in your back garden <laughs> but she was working through the night so when she came home the crocodile must have been sitting in the grass When I came home from work, I picked it up and put it in the shed. She probably thought it must have been real when it disappeared. The end. (laughs)
0: Mm. It's so hilarious. My side's nearly split.
1: (laughs) Well, I did think it was quite a comical story.
0: (laughs) Mm. But it's just that common of, it's been hilarious. Everything's so effing. I've noticed it's always like, you know, in articles, it's either hilarious or, you know... It's not. never that hilarious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, did you want me to go on to another story or did you want to read yours? No, no, let's
0: hear, let's hear your second one. I'm intrigued.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll leave the third one till last. So I'll let you do your story and then I'll follow uh, um, up with mine. And I'm ever so sorry for the continuous banging that I might actually have to go out and say, could you keep it down a little bit? Because <laughs> it's doing my head in. Yeah. Um, Anyway, nun caught caught dancing with skeleton next to graveyard, is the headline. (laughs) There are some things you never expect to see, and one of them is a nun cavorting with a skeleton beside a graveyard. (laughs) This is true. Yes, exactly. This is almost a Halloween one.
0: Mm. Um, Well, we're nearly in October.
1: We are yeah well, actually when this episode comes out it will be October so that's good um, but that's exactly the site that merged outside of an old hull not hell hull <laughs> general Cemetery on Saturday on Saturday
0: <laughs> Saturday Jimmy <laughs> Dunn fucked up that word.
1: Gemma's really tired this week, can anyone tell?
0: and she's got a sore back. (laughs) Be kind to her salty tadpoles. Think positive thoughts for her.
1: (laughs) But you know, Saturday. So that's our new word. (laughs) A woman dressed as a nun was pictured dancing with a pop human skeleton before playing with another that looked like a dog. One baffled witness said, literally, she was stood at the cemetery... On Springbank West, opposite the turnoff for for the school, anyway, and she was dancing with a skeleton. I think the metro is really short for stories because they keep, uh, you know, referencing the fact that she was dancing with skeleton. But you know, we didn't they need said that they said it's once. hilarious yet. Um, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> It was clearly attracting a lot of attention from people stopping to watch nearby and people in their cars looking. Reports from the scene indicate someone was filming the bizarre incident just before 12pm. This could suggest it was part of a stunt or an art project, although the remains are known. (laughs) Mm The Hull General Cemetery has been out of use for almost half a century. So then why is anyone bothered? (laughs) It became one of Hull's most historical sites after closing in 1972. People often visit to see notable graves, including um, memorable—sorry, memorial for the victims of the 1849 cholera epidemic and it's the metro Which so ground happened? to a
0: halt it's, it's given us absolutely no indication of anything
1: <laughs> yeah but are
0: we even sure this really happened the metro weren't just having a really really slow news day
1: <laughs> well there are pictures there are pictures so you know it does look like it could possibly be real i don't think it's a real none
0: right i, I think would hope
1: co- no yeah <laughs> but you know even if it was who can tell her not to have a good old laugh eh <laughs> that's
0: true that's true
1: <laughs> um okay so do you want to go on to your story now james
0: yes because it is a bit halloween related i would just say this is both well this is slightly creepy <laughs> Uh, but not for scary, ghosty reasons. So they have created a, and this is probably the company Yandy. Um, yep. They've created the sexy Bernie Sanders outfit for Halloween. <laughs> Ooh. How sexy. So it's listed as it could be the scariest Halloween costume of the year. Racy take on Bernie Sanders' now infamous outfit from Joe Biden's inauguration which was basically if you've seen it with mittens on and a warm coat
1: (laughs) he appeared outside your house as well didn't he
0: (laughs) he did he appeared outside a lot of places that was thanks to Ian thank you Ian Um, so it says according to the costumes description the look is meant for you to be a viral internet meme, the political chairman costume comes with a grey coat, cosy mittens and a face mask for total Insta-worthy moment. <laughs> the idea behind the costume came from the image of an 8 year old Vermont senator's outfit at the event in January. Um, the eagle site Dolls Kill, so it's not Yandy, the eagle site Dolls Kill is hoping their version dubbed the Tricks and Treats Once Again Asking Costume Set will have a similar impact for its wearers. Judging by early opinions on Twitter, it probably will. Uh, why did, they've said, why did they make Bernie's hot as got... As hot, who the hell wrote this? Why did they make Bernie as a hot got eagle girl costume and wheezing one posts in other words, less impressed writing. It doesn't even come with a chair. This is simply a coat. And this article appeared on Sky News. It's almost as shittily written as a uh, a Metro article. And uh, it, the, the idea of this being some sexy thing is just... It's a, a massive WTF. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um yeah i was gonna say james we don't have to not swear right now but yeah that's fine but um yeah i am a little bit shocked that it didn't come with a chair because that was like the biggest piece the big, about the, yeah. the meme wasn't it so yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so basically yeah what the fuck
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> my response to that <laughs>
1: So, yeah, so you get all of this outfit, but then you have to go out and buy a chair.
0: Buy a chair. Uh, To be fair, I'd be more interested in seeing the nun dancing with a skeleton.
1: (laughs) Well, you know what, for Halloween, we know what we're getting you for this year anyway
0: yeah and to be fair if it is uh, the the nun dance with the skeleton I could at least go and visit my old university
1: (laughs) no I meant the Bernie Sanders
0: (laughs) I I recognise that I was just trying to like ignore that terrifying Ah. idea of me wearing mittens sat on a stool
1: (laughs) I don't know I think you'd look very very fetching
0: (laughs) yeah ooh spooky isn't it
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay so final story of the week um, and I've picked this one because it just seems like the most ridiculous story in, in all of the week, really. Mm-hmm. So, so you know how people love pets? Pets. Pets, yep. 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 So, Critters. Yep. So you've got your dogs, your cats, your bunnies, you've got your fluffy ones, you've got the reptile ones as well. So people like snakes, spiders, you know, whatever. Goldfish. <sighs> How much do you love a goldfish, James?
0: Um, well, I've had a few as pets in my time when I was a child. Mm. I guess you can form some sort of attachment to them, to a degree. I mean, but you can't exactly cuddle them.
1: No, no, you can't. And when when they got poorly, they pretty much got flushed, right?
0: Uh, I can't remember how I got rid of them. But yeah, you, I know what you're saying. that You don't have like a massive emotional outpouring of grief.
1: No, no, exactly. So... This story is goldfish has £300 surgery to have a mass removed from its mouth.
0: Okay, someone's (laughs) got a real love for the goldfish and quite a bit of money.
1: (laughs) Well, yes, yeah, exactly. To most of us, a goldfish was something we won at a fairground that lasted a couple of weeks and gave us a lesson in death and life. (laughs) It does say life and death, but, you know, mine, I, I, I
0: mine thankfully lasted longer than that. But go on.
1: Yeah, but it is still true. It kind of does give you the, the lessons of, you know, things do die. Um But 17 year old Bluebell is so loved that her owner has just forked out 300 pound for surgery on its mouth. Bluebell for a fish, by the way. There you go, Bluebell. <laughs> mm. I mean, it's it's a it's a lovely looking fish, but mm-hmm. still, it's a fish. And I know as a as Talking Cods Wallet podcast, we should represent everything that is fish related, but he is just a fish. <laughs> <laughs> Vet Hannah Jessup said Bluebell a uh, Bluebell is hand fed by his uh, by its owners and will come to the surface for a back rub. Ah. She fell ill and had something growing in her mouth that needed taking out. Um, Hannah said, Bluebell had developed a few lumps over the years that we were monitoring. The owners then noticed a mass growing out of her mouth that started to affect her eating. So we decided it it was best to intervene as it was impacting the fish's quality of life. But, you know, obviously a fish lives within two seconds, doesn't it? So, you know, it kind of, it goes around the bowl. <laughs> two seconds later, it goes around the bowl. So there mm-hmm. we go. Um, we booked Bluebell in for the surgery to have the lump removed. This is the second time I have involved, uh, I have been involved in a surgery for a fish. But it was the first time that I was uh, commander of the procedure. Um, from putting a fish to sleep to Bluebell waking up in recovery, it took one hour. However, the procedure to remove the mass took about twenty minutes. Bluebell has quickly ta- uh, was quickly taken home and back in its water very soon after the operation and is now healthier than she has been in months um do we need to carry on with this story
0: (laughs) Um, i mean i I know i'll get battered for this (laughs) you know fish battered yeah Um, but i would just say if i was a uh a a vet i'd be like really you're gonna pay me 300 quid to just try and save this wee little fishy i mean fair enough uh (laughs) Seems a money for old rope, really. Although it will probably be quite a little, you know, intricate little thing working on them. But yeah, I guess if the fish means a lot to somebody, it is the pet. You know, we could draw the line and say, Why would you spend money saving a dog or a cat, something like that? So I don't want to be too much of a git on this, really. It must mean something to them.
1: Well, I suppose, I suppose if they have got, and I suppose if they have had it for 13 years, it is quite an old fish. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was 13 years.
0: (laughs) The fish could be thinking, I just want to die.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've had enough. 17 years. Sorry, 17 year old fish. Um, That's
0: that's impressive. It is actually quite impressive.
1: Yeah. And did you know as well that goldfish can grow up to whatever size their goldfish bowl is?
0: They can get very big because I know when my dad was young, he had a goldfish and he had it for years and years and years. They'd not when he was a kid at the fair. and He just survived for ages. Got got pretty big as well. So yeah, yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah, because I heard I heard a story about there being one that was in a lake or something, and it actually grew like quite huge.
0: I'm sure, there isn't a koi, koi carp or something.
1: No, I think it was actually a goldfish.
0: Mm, well
1: but uh yeah so yeah so basically um the fish is alive woohoo, Good. and it's doing well it's eating much better than it has Excellent. done in months so yay for bluebell
0: yeah i feel that we've we started out mocking bluebell uh, feeling bad about the whole <laughs> thing the whole thing was a bit daft but as we are talking Codswalp, the fish uh the fish podcast uh <laughs> We have to support Bluebell. So, yay, Bluebell.
1: We do. We almost should make Bluebell our sponsor of the week. <laughs> oh, our mascot.
0: Uh, our yes.
1: mascot. Sorry, yes. yes. <laughs> our mascot.
0: I mean, to be fair, they got through into quid they're going to spend on the fish. They could also sponsor us.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, where's these uh people's details? What are their names? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do some investigation. So, um well, In that case, then, James, I personally think that we've been talking enough Codswallop this week. What do you think?
0: I am inclined to agree.
1: I agree as well. (laughs) And I hope I haven't been too doom and gloom. I think I've been fairly upbeat, but I have been quite tired this week. So I do apologise that my brain's been all over the place. It's all uh, good. Yeah. Well, as always, I've been Gemma.
0: I am still James and yeah. I'm charging 2 pounds 50 a minute now not 1 pound 50 for my recordings.
1: <laughs> oh okay. I get them for free though, right?
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, well that's fantastic. So, you know, Thank you for listening, Salty Tadpoles. We've been sol- uh, we've been Salty Tadpoles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Christ. We've been oh, Talking jamma. Codswallop.
0: I think you need sleep.
1: <laughs> I do. <laughs> we've been the Talking Codswallop podcast. You know where to find us. Tell all your friends about us because we really could do with your support. And also, James, tell Lyndon to tell all of his friends who have listened to the pranked episode to yes. actually, uh, you know, subscribe. And we're going to
0: try and get Lyndon on as well. Yes. So, yes.
1: Yes. Yes, that'll be good. So, okay. Well, we kind of finished the episode now. So, everyone, bye.
0: Bye Bye-bye, everyone.
1: (laughs) Bye.